Welcome to the Anod Wright audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriolo. Please note that the information found in this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodwright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag AnodWrightSpeaks. Warning, content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Sorry, not sorry. We are feeling so official over here. You can now catch us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple News Channel, and of course, anodwrite.com. Check your favorite space and subscribe. Leaving some feedback wouldn't be unwelcome either. Hey, hey, y'all. This week's blog post is called You Can't Win with Respectability Politics, written by Dr. Donna Oriolo for Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. And yes, y'all, we've moved over to Tuesday. We're going to try this out, see how it feels, and, you know, maybe stick with this. While I'm writing this blog post, I've got Michael Jackson in his scarecrow uniform dancing in my head from his post where the Ravens would talk all that smack. My boy couldn't win, and you can't either, unless you change your mindset. If you didn't know, I was referring to the Wiz. Mm. What do I mean? Well, I was reading the comments from someone I don't know on Facebook about a video of a black guy punching a dude for being racist. Now for me, I ain't necessarily about ass whoopings in these streets, but I understand why someone would want to lay out another person for being belligerent in their face. I get it. There's only so much any individual can take. Anyway, the point is not to support or admonish the puncher but it is to address what someone said in the comments. She said, we shouldn't play into their white folks thoughts of us as if white people need help being racist. The least important factor for this guy laying the smack down on his candy ass is what white people think. We should think about the consequences of our action as far as going to jail, being a good example for our children. Someone could really get hurt that violence often doesn't solve anything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the idea that anyone's first consideration is what would white people think is dumb. Racist white people are going to think what they want to think regardless. Basic messages. The basic message from that comment was don't be what white people stereotype black folk to be. Don't be loud, don't be violent, don't be overly sexual, don't be stupid. Don't be unkempt. Don't be overly ethnic or too urban. Don't be, really, you could fill in the blank with just about anything. Don't be implied that instead of being blank, instead, you should show that we are quiet, peaceful, smart, well put together, pure and chaste, willing to turn the other cheek. And in doing so, prove that we are worthy human beings who can and do adhere to the white rules of society. Prove that we aren't what they say we are so they can see us as actual people and not base level savages. Prove to them that we are civilized and worthy of full inclusion into their version of the American society. But like I said, with that mindset, you cannot win. 
If you play your hand according to white folk stereotype black people to be, you confirm them. If you don't act according to their presumptions, you are the good Negro, you are the anomaly. You are soon to be the token black, invited to the vestibule of the party, often mistaken for the waiter, even within the small space they have allowed you to take up. All the while, you are asked to bend over backward to cater to white thoughts and feelings, to be their petting zoo, to play the part of the exceptional Negro. You will always be asked about your black brethren and when they will be finally civilized. You will be subject to proving daily that you are still the magic Negro they picked up, dusted off, and gave a good life to. Conversely, acting as they expect you to act keeps you exactly where you are, in their minds, where you belong. Your slice of the American pie will continue to look like jail bars and low-wage positions. Your slice will be over-policed, underrepresented, and ignored until they can figure out a way to purge your ass right up out of here. Mind you, even if you are the magic Negro, you will still be subject to the over-policing, etc., that you think is deserved of those undeserving Blacks, but not you. You will never be allowed to progress past them. You will always have to remember your place. See how in either scenario you don't win? Even worse, your hoop jumping or proving them right will be emotionally exhausting because you aren't being yourself. You are playing into respectability politics or playing into stereotypes. All in all, you can't enjoy your life for you because you are literally busy living for someone else. Look, I eat chicken and watermelon because I like it. I watch the sound of music because I love it. I am loud because in a world with a melodic cacophony, I want to be heard. And I'm Nigerian. I was born on yelling celebrations that sound combative and anger-filled. I cannot change who I am to suit the whims of others. They will hate me anyway. Those who don't like you are not looking for reasons to be in your good graces. They are only going to look to confirm what they already feel. For those who think I am an Oreo, my watching the sound of music with joyful rapture is confirmation. For those who think I'm a pampered princess, they will see confirmation with the way my parents love on me. For those who think I am a backward savage African, it will be confirmed with my booming voice and my dancing as I eat my tasty chicken or goat meat. They are going to hate anyway. You might as well be you. Whatever that means, let us experience you in all your glory. Wear those fantastically bright colors. Do your happy dance while you eat. Show the fullness of your emotion from joyous glee to frustrated rage. Be you. That doesn't mean be destructive or blah, blah, blah. It means stop damping down who you are just to please someone else. Collective struggle. As a black sex therapist, all I see are people struggling. Struggling to fit themselves into spaces they have been allowed to occupy, but no more. Women who are shamed for being who they are because they are so-called giving the good black folk a bad name. People who are literally asking for permission to live their lives or asking if they are even allowed to live for themselves. Women are often told their place. Being a black woman or a woman of color often means being considered subordinate to men and also being subordinate according to race. 
Even within that, there's a hierarchy according to skin tone, hair texture, body size, being cis or not, being trans or not, etc. Even if we do want to try and kumbaya ourselves and say that the collective struggles are the same, stop it. Just because the struggles aren't the same doesn't mean they don't have similar impact. It's okay to acknowledge that our struggles come from white supremacy without trying to say all experiences are the same and hold equal amounts of crap. The point is that the weight of shame from not fitting ourselves into the box or for erroneously being yourself fully is still shame. It hurts. It's draining. To not be yourself is hurtful and draining. To have people tell you that you should be ashamed for who you are is hurtful and draining. For those who are giving the message of shame to be less than you are, to be shamed of uh, to be ashamed of who you are, what do you gain? Mind your business and just be you and do you. Look, I'm just saying, I understand the realities. Being ourselves is dangerous because we are literally being killed in these streets. But here's the other thing. I don't see the real difference in those being killed. They are quiet, loud, or in between. They are dark and light-skinned. They are self and or publicly identified men and women. They are trans and cis. They are a spectrum of color and their crime will continue to be their identification as black folk. The crime will continue to be not being what white patriarchal cis capitalist society desires, the unwanted. They are still subject to the racist, sexist mindsets of those in power. They are fodder for play. The least we can do is live our lives for us. Let that be our act of defiance, living out loud, living our lives to the fullest potential in the face of hate, living our lives with love and support from each other. Do it all with your full being. Yes, it is scary, but it is still necessary. Radical self-love and living are game changers. No, I'm not talking about self-love being a game changer for the white other and what they will see. I'm talking about what you will see, what you will experience. Respectability politics won't save you, but loving on you, despite the rhetoric, might. Protect your mind, your body, and your spirit. Be, Be all that you are. Not to spite anyone, but because you deserve it. That's all for today's blog post. Please remember to go ahead and write those comments in the comment section. Share and use the hashtag AnodWrightSpeaks. Until next week, y'all, I'm out.